hearing the Gummy Bears theme tune every time you go into sitting trot because you're bouncing here and there and everywhere. Well, if that's the case, guys, this week is for you because this week we want to stop the bounce and to begin getting things smoothed out in your sitting trot. Hi there, guys. My name is Lorna and I'd like to welcome you to Daily Strides here from Strides for Success where we create these audio horse riding lessons that you can download and you can listen to over and over and over again to try and hammer home a couple of different points about getting your riding and taking it to the next level we create these there's five every week and there's new lessons every week but each week we actually focus on a specific theme and as i mentioned this week is the sitting trot and that theme we kind of build on it throughout the week with each lessons the lessons are 12 minutes long and you can either listen to them all together or you can listen to them one by one depending or you can just replay a few of them over and over if that's what you need to get you going Uh, i'm going to invite you at the end of this to actually join us on daily strides we have a 30-day trial and i'm going to invite you to do that but the other thing i want to invite you to do is to join us on the 30-day rider fitness challenge it is free you do not need a horse but i guarantee it will help you in the saddle because strengthening your body and strengthening specifically your core is almost the key to the kingdom when it comes to riding your horse successfully you can join us it's at www.30dayriderfitnesschallenge.com It's the number 330. You can join us there. As I say, it's free. There's audio programs and uh, some worksheets and different things and Facebook group and all sorts of good stuff that you can join us. And let's get you going. But guys, enough about that. I want to crack on with today. And today, as I mentioned, we're talking about one of the things which is often one of the more difficult things to master when we begin riding. And it's strange because ideally the sitting trot should actually be thought before the rising trot or before you learn to post in the trot. But because the sitting trot has over the years gained a little bit of a bad reputation as being something that's quite difficult to master, um, people generally tend to learn how to post first. And you kind of get that little win under your belt and only then do you come back around and circle back and decide to tackle the big difficult sitting trot. But the thing is, guys, sitting trot does not have to be that difficult. And it is by thinking that it is difficult that generally what happens is you see riders that are kind of left to their own devices and they begin to form many bad habits. Now, the thing is, with sitting trot, what you want is that you're staying in the saddle, you're moving with your horse, there should be no bouncing and there should certainly be no daylight between your backside and your saddle, okay? And what happens is the problem begins that as your horse is trotting, of course, course your trot is that one two one two and as he begins trotting his back moves up and you obviously sitting on his back move up with him but then your horse kind of puts his he comes back down very quickly okay and if you are a little bit stiff or a little bit not in control of your body and just being in the wrong position you will not move down as quickly with your horse. So you actually end up being just a few kind of fractions of a second behind your horse. And that's still kind of all good. It's not too bad. But the problem comes in is that when your horse's back moves up again, you're still busy coming down. He's going up and he will bounce you, okay? And then, of course, you need just two or three of these together happening. And, well, there we go. Everything goes for a ball. Now, the other place that you will find this will happen is actually not on a horse, but on a trampoline. And anybody who's been on a trampoline will know what I'm talking about. If you're on a trampoline and there's somebody else on the trampoline with you, 
And they happen to touch down. You're bouncing away there. You're kind of doing synchronized bouncing, synchronized trampolining. Okay, I love trampolines, by the way. But you're doing some synchronized bouncing. But then suddenly they touch down on the trampoline just a couple of fractions of a second before you touch down the trampoline. And what ends up happening is that the trampoline begins to come back up from them. But at the meantime, you're still coming down and you get this huge it's like really, really, because you're not prepared for it. It's at the wrong time. And sometimes you either fall off balance or sometimes you just knocked off the trampoline. And of course, that's what happens with the saddle. I see a lot of um, novice riders and they begin bouncing, bouncing, bouncing. And of course, at the end, they're no longer even focusing on trotting. All they're focusing on is clinging on for dear life that they do not fall off. Okay. Life preservation takes hold and you will do everything in your power to stay on. But the sad thing is that the things people are doing to stay on generally just help to compound the problem and cause an even bigger issue. And sooner or later, if the horse does not stop, they generally end up coming off. So common faults that tend to happen is gripping and gripping with the upper thighs. Um, because what happens when you grip with your upper thighs, you actually cause all this pressure to go down. And of course, you are going to then bounce basically against yourself at that point. Okay. The other thing you can do, I see a lot of people using the reins for balance and yeah, no, enough said. We don't need to, yeah, well, we won't go into that, okay? But it is not good, okay? Here's thing people do is they begin to collapse their upper body. Now, they do this for two reasons. First of all, some people want to grab onto the front of the saddle, so they hold the arch there at the pommel of the saddle, and in doing so, they kind of collapse their body. The other thing is, again, this life preservation uh, stick takes over, and they begin to curl their upper body, Um over to kind of it's in fear and it's just a it's a very instinctive movement that they curl their body uh, you see some people they flap their legs they raise their toes and from raising their toes you'll see their lower leg comes back which of course if they are gripping with their thighs or with their knees is definitely going to cause them to bounce even more so what do you want to do what how do you fix all this well sometimes actually when you get to that point where you're in completely the wrong position doing something which is considered incorrect is actually one of the easiest ways to fix things. And I will talk about that just now. But initially what you want is first of all to get back into the walk. And you want to really, really focus on your position because if you're correct in how you're sitting on your horse, you will then be able to move. You'll actually free up your body so as your body can move with your horse. Because people often talk about absorbing the the energy and it is, that's what you're doing. You're going to absorb it through your hips. You're going to move with it. But I think sometimes if you can rather focus your body on that you're moving, you're following your horse, it's an easier thing to do. Um, and it's an easier in your head way to sort your body out to actually follow your horse along as opposed to absorbing your horse. Because sometimes when we want to absorb, we tend to kind of bear down. And that's not what you want to do with this, okay? So you want to be relaxed through your body. Now, relaxed does not mean floppy. Relaxed just means that there's no tension in your muscles. You are supporting yourself and you're supporting yourself through your core, which is really, really, really important, okay? You want to make sure that your legs, they are long, you are not gripping upwards. You want to focus on keeping, and this sounds strange, but focus, sometimes I find in the arena that focusing on keeping your toes up as opposed to your heels down, <laughs> um, I don't know why, but uh, some people that works better for us. So if you find that people are saying, drop the weight into your heel and you're thinking, what does that mean? 
rather focus on keeping your toes up, okay? It might help you along there as well. But yeah, you want your legs nice and long, draped against your horse's sides. You're not gripping with your legs in any shape or form. You're also then, as I say, you're sitting on your bum, you're sitting up through your body, you're working on keeping your chest open, that the points of your shoulders are out. There's no creases in the front of your tummy. You're not um, slouched over anything. I want you to also be careful that you don't arch your back. A lot of people try and get their shoulders back. They, they want to sit in the saddle, bring the shoulders back. All that happens there is you're tensing your lower back, which will lead you to bounce. Imagine the plate. If you had a plate in your hand and you had a stone and you had a piece of jelly, if you bounce the plate up and down the stone, the hard thing will bounce off. The piece of jelly will stay on. Okay. So you need to be relaxed. Think of yourself like the jelly, be the jelly. Okay. So you want to relax your hips, your, your pelvis. And by relaxing your hips and your pelvis and then sitting up through your body, you've now freed up them to move with your horse. And again, begin thinking of that movement rather than being an up-down, which we often associate the trot. And I know I mentioned up-down earlier because it is slightly up-down, but it's also a little bit of a forward-back going on there as well. And it's actually... um, as you're as you're on your horse, um, you can actually feel it's, it's almost like you want to tuck your uh, pelvis a little bit underneath you and you can exaggerate it a little bit, but it's almost like you want to maybe make a bit of a crease by your belly button, okay? Now, it is a little bit like that, but I don't want you to actually, you want to rather allow it to happen as opposed to forcing that to happen underneath you, okay? Now, one exercise that I'm going to suggest you do is putting your two reins into one hand. And of course, make sure you're on a horse that's nice and safe and just a friend, okay, is going to help you here. But put your two reins into one back, uh, into one hand. And I want you then to take your hand that's free and bending your elbow, put your hand behind your back, okay? So you want actually your hand to be close to the elbow of your opposite arm, okay? If that makes any sense. Now, what this does is, first of all, by putting it there, you're bringing your elbow slightly behind your shoulder. Your elbow is now no longer underneath your shoulder. It's a little bit behind your shoulder. So it makes sure that you are keeping that upper body opened, your chest nice and opened. And all I want you to do is to ask your horse to go forward to trot. Now, a really slow trot. We're not focusing this week on the quality of the trot. What you're looking for here is that you're just trying to kind of figure out what's happening underneath you with the trot and then being able to follow that movement with your horse, okay? Later, once you've actually mastered the sitting trot, you can then begin to tidy things and polish things up, okay? So as your horse begins to trot, just kind of focus there on keeping your position relaxed. And as I say, if you can trot, if you can get your horse forward using your seat or that, that's even better because then you're actually just allowing your legs to stay draped. I know, again, this is obviously not how you would correctly ride, but I'm just, as I say, we're all we're focusing on here is that you can actually, um, move with your horse and of course if you have somebody to lunge you're fantastic but I know that most people who listen to these don't you're on your own trying to do it so that's what these lessons are for okay so and then allow your horse to trot now I said earlier that if you get into trouble okay um oh yeah and just with that trot guys just very slow 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 and like maybe 10 strides and then back to walk. But as I did mention earlier, if you find that your position does go for a wee bit of a ball, what you can do is, and this is, again, it is not correct to ride like this, but it can fix things. It can get you back into a balanced seat or kind of that you can regain your balance so then you can begin to fix yourself. All you need to do is 
lean backwards a little bit and stick your, your heel down and your lower leg forward and that will get you back into a balance seat where then you can begin to fix your position up again if you stay leaning forward okay so if you are bouncing and you lose your balance and you begin to lean forward you cannot fix and you cannot um i suppose cause any effect on your horse or make any changes to your horse you basically can't ride your horse from that position it's like trying to sit on the handlebars of a bicycle and making a plan you can't okay so you need to get back you need to bring your body back all the way and then just stick your lower leg forward and then once you've got your balance then you can begin to change your body back over again of course you don't ride like that all the time as i say it's just a quick fix Guys, tomorrow we are going to be chatting. Well, we're going to be working on this all this week, as I said. Tomorrow we're going to be talking about exactly how we're sitting and how that determines the trot. We're going to do a couple of different exercises there that you can feel what's going on. On Wednesday, we're going to be using walk and trot transitions to improve our trot. And then on Thursday, we're going to be focusing specifically on the canter to trot transition because that is often the one that no matter how good your sitting trot is, it's when you come back from canter, things sometimes tend to go for a bit of a ball. So we're going to be focusing on that. Um, What you can do is, as I mentioned, there is a 30-day trial. You can pop over to stridesforsuccess.com forward slash trial, T-R-I-A-L, and you can see sign up there for your 30-day trial it's a dollar if you're not happy we'll give you a dollar back very nice like that but i know you will enjoy it so we'd love to have you on a lesson soon guys have a super day and i'll chat to you all soon bye